guys, everyone is wondering about what's happening in the country. Uh, in Forbes, Orange, past Orange, past Mudgee, past Bathurst, we've got Forbes. We're going to tell you what's happening in this precinct, and we've got some incredible pe people with us in a couple of seconds. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to episode 370, What's Going On in the Bush. We've got myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak, Michelle and Michael from Michael Robinson & Co. in Forbes, New South Wales, about five hours away from DY to tell us about it. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. I th it's a good topic because if anyone's sort of living on the northern beaches, the city life, they always sort of dr dance with the idea, think of the idea like, what if I just go further west, go, do that country lifestyle, do the sea change? What would it be like? What What is the property investment environment like? So it's good to have you guys on to tell us what's been happening. We had you on six months ago, probably maybe a month after COVID, I think of what would have been. And you said the market was still very strong, a lot of people coming in with interest rates. But how's everything been the last six to seven months? Well, introduce yourself, what you guys do first. Okay, so my name's Michelle um, and I'm the sales agent here at Michael Robinson's. I mainly deal with residential, a little bit of commercial, but that's usually Michael's domain. So, um, yeah, very busy out here, which is good. Um, certainly haven't had any slow up at all. If anything, it's just busier and busier every week, more going on, which is great. Commercialised. Well, look, the town's going well. There's a, there's a lot of employment, a lot of people looking, uh, employers looking for employees. It seems to be the, the biggest problem. Um, so things are going along well. Businesses are going well. The rural side, sheep and cattle prices are excellent. So there's a lot of money going around the town. And there's a lot of people that are uh, looking for investments that, that possibly can't afford to buy in the metropolitan area where you fellows are operating, but they can buy houses in Forbes for between the three to 500 thousand price range so the return on the five hundred thousand dollar house is around about five hundred a week gross so about twenty six thousand per annum so if you take your rates your insurance and agent fees out you're going to get about nineteen thousand net uh, in your hand five hundred thousand in one of the banks they're going to get about half a percent so they're going to get you know two yeah. and a half thousand so you don't need to be uh, I'm I'm trying to work that one out. and of course you get the capital growth of about five percent per annum so your, your wealth picks up another twenty five thousand on that five hundred thousand dollar investment each year, so uh, it's a, it's a tens of thousands difference between having money in the bank and uh, and buying an investment property or a residential investment property in Forbes. You can't. Other, uh, you can't afford not to buy. No, well, exactly. you can't. That's right. They're, they're, there's, a, there's a lot of investors here. We've got investors. We've got between twenty and thirty residential properties with us. Uh, they're doing extremely well, and they keep buying each year to uh, to to get that better return. The other side of the coin is for uh, home buyers, because interest rates are so low, repayments are often less than what the current market rent would be for that equivalent property. So it's a no-brainer if they can get a deposit together, they can pay it off and in you know, 10, 15, 20 years, they've got an asset that's paid for. So there's a lot of people looking, uh, especially first home buyers, because they're not paying stamp duty, as we all know. 
uh, you know, they can get the foot foot in the more, foot in the marketplace and away they go, and then they can upgrade down the track if they uh, if they want to. So, very active market because things mainly I think in country areas are affordable. And the other thing, like at the moment, I've got literally shopping lists. So I've got people on my book saying, "This is what I want. I'll buy one. I'll buy two. I'll buy three mm. because you know the money in the bank's just not working for them. And is that people living in the area or outside investment mostly? Oh, look, there's a lot of people, a lot of, yeah, a bit of both. There's a lot of outside investors, people from the metropolitan area and other, other more larger regions. More than usual uh, investment? There's, there's certainly more uh, more interest from yeah. people out of, the, out of the area. There's a lot of people that are uh, local investors that like to be able to drive past their property, even though, uh, you know, us as agents manage it for them and have a look at it and say, yeah, it looks good and... Uh, they don't want to necessarily invest out of town, but there's certainly, certainly a lot of people from uh, mainly, mainly a lot of people from the metropolitan area that can't afford a you know 1.5 or 2 million unit ground uh, you know DY down to Manly or up, up further up the northern beaches. So they're getting a better return. They don't might get quite as much capital growth, but a lot of people are looking for the uh, the cash flow to live on, especially as the uh, as they get older and retire. So you know, and if you've got five or six or ten properties. You, Forbes, yes. and you're getting a bit older in the 60 to 70 range and you're running short of cash, you can sell one for four or five hundred thousand. Yeah. It still takes a bit of spending, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, I've got a question. What's the yeah. sentiment? So, you guys are five hours out of Sydney, you're getting people, sounds like, coming from different parts of Australia, particularly Sydney. What's the sentiment from a country person like when it's someone who's lived in Forbes, second, third generation, and, and someone from Sydney rocks in and buys a property next door? Um, do most is the sentiment that everyone like waits and sees what they're like? Do people like uh, embrace them straight away and take over a cake and a cup of tea? Like what happened? Yeah, very friendly. Very, you know, yeah, yeah, very friendly. Uh, good community. Mark, a, lot, a lot of people relocate from Sydney. They might get a job up here with one of the uh, the bank's insurance company, the local shire council, or one of the local businesses. And the the comment that comes back to me from people that do relocate from Sydney is, I should say that we should have done this years ago. You know, because we've got really? excellent. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Great, great community too. Like lots of community activities and. And they do, they do embrace new people in the town for sure. So, um, yeah, everyone seems seems really happy and, and then you find that their friends or relatives will then make the move as well, which is great. So it's a good, look, it's a good place, a good place to bring up children because you've got two high schools, three primary schools, brand new hospital, we've got more GPs per head of population force, I think, than anywhere else in Australia. So there's plenty of medical services, you know, great golf course, 18 hole championship golf course. Bowling clubs are the same, great bowling greens, croquet, squash, hockey, rugby league, rugby union, soccer, tennis, you know, whatever you want to play that's here for, for children and adults. So it's a, it's a great environment to live. And of course, if you, it's, it's only five minutes away from everything. So if we decide to go and play golf at 8.30 this morning, bring your boys up, take your clubs, meet you at the first tee, away you go. You know, it's not, uh, you don't have to book in for weeks and weeks. We'll try and, yeah. and the other thing is if you're in Forbes, you you're here for the year and you're a bit run down, bang, you can get in the car, go down to DY, go booking somebody with you blokes down the beach, spend two or three yeah. weeks there, get rejuvenated and then come back. So it's, uh, back. it's just a great and place to live. People yeah, moving into country areas, are they um, are they sort of young families or are they retirees? What are you seeing? Is there a sort of well, bit of both or what are you, what are you seeing? Well, a bit, a, bit of, a bit of both. We've had 
the local, or well, quite a large retirement village, only new one, uh, which is run by Catholic Healthcare, they've built 16 new residences alongside the retirement village on a separate block of ground that they've aimed at uh, retirees. Now, I think there's 14 out of the 16 are sold. They've only been on the market probably four months. So that sort of astounded us because a lot of people have, uh, have opted to sell their house in town and some people have come from out of town. Now, they've, they've got plans to build up to 60 residences there. So yeah. that's purely for older people that are retired with no children. And then there's people who are coming to town with children looking for a better lifestyle. And I think uh, one of the attractions is the, the fact there's plenty of work, or a couple of attractions, plenty of work around, and also a great place to bring children up. So they're, uh, they feel feel safe and they're just a, a really great environment. Yeah, and we've, we've got, yeah so yes, that too, that, though, you've got the, the family homes being sold to go up to the retirement village and then those new families coming in, which is great. And Michelle, a bit of a loaded question, but like what would, just on the more technical side, um, how many would you have at open homes on an average Saturday, days on market? Are you seeing a lot of auctions, private treaties? And do many people just do a lot of knockdown rebuilds? I can imagine, like, how is a lot of the residential area very redeveloped or more traditional homes? Because I could almost imagine the mindset from a Sydney sider getting their knockdown rebuild or are they sort of leaving as is. No, you can certainly do that, probably more traditional. And then, you know, the, the town's opening up and spreading out. So there's blocks of lands for new builds coming up. There's a new subdevelopment coming up that, that council's organised. So that'll have something like 200 blocks eventually. So all different sizes from, you know, just your small um, 750 through to, you know, 10 acres. So there's lots small on offer for someone who wants to build a new home. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> plenty going on. Well, yeah, I and, yeah, so we don't get anything like the volume that you guys get there. We could probably have five or six groups through is probably um, a, a, a decent open out here. Sometimes you only get one or two, but yeah. we have had it where you've had, you know, 20 on through. There's a hot auction coming up and there are quite a few of auctions coming up in the next few months. So, mm. Do you yeah, know everyone when they come through your open house? Do you Everybody. ever go, hey, Barry, hey, Barry? Yeah, you do. No, we know everybody. So all this COVID everybody business, obviously me. we're sticking to the rules, but we, uh, yeah, we know everybody. So they're very, you see very someone come to your open house, when you see someone come to your open house and you don't know, you're like, he's a Sydney person. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, the big, yeah. the big advantage in knowing the people, you know their background, you know, now a fair bit about their financial background. So yeah. it uh, gives you a bit of a bit of a heads up on them when they come through that you can say, yeah, look, Mark's interested in this house and uh, we know he's got the uh, the funds available to purchase it. So yeah. it gives us a bit of a bit of a lead, doesn't it? Yeah. And access so, sort of in, is it just a fire of our drive? Is there small airports from Sydney to Forbes? What sort of five hours? Yeah. We've got a little aerodrome here, but the main flights from Sydney would come into parks and then um, it's a 20-minute drive to Forbes from parks if you're flying. But it's a, it's only a five-hour drive, which I guess might be a lot for someone who lives in the city, but out here, it's yeah, it's nothing. You can be there by lunchtime, so, yeah. They're spending, they're spending a lot of money in Forbes this coming here in 2021 on the railway line because we're on the main line between Melbourne and Brisbane. So the Inland Rail, which is a, a very big project from the federal government, they're going to spend... I think it's hundreds of millions on doing bridges up, railway bridges around in the Forbes Shire. So there's a lot of money and workers and things to come into the town 
in this next 12 months. So that's that'll be a great thing when it, uh, when it eventually finishes. Yeah. So we've talked about um, obviously where you guys are in Forbes, but what are the other and we've touched a little bit on parks, but what are the other areas around you that people are loving? So park parks, I, I spent a bit of time there as an exchange student when. Um, a couple of weeks absolutely loved it but that was my exposure but you, you got a really good exposure to all the areas around you so half an hour an hour in each direction what have we got near uh, near Forbes yeah so um, a little bit over an hour you've got orange which is probably a major major center Dubbo's about an hour and a half and yeah so it's yeah we're pretty pretty central really so you've got all major hospitals yeah. in both of those um, towns so cities but, um, yeah, so the no, big it's... ones are uh, orange, the big ones are parks. Oh, Dubbo, Dubbo's. Dubbo's, Dubbo's a bit over an hour away, so. Yeah. Dubbo's a, a lot, big one, lot. we all know Dubbo. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of sport, you know, rugby league, rugby unions, and soccer and all sorts of sports are played, you know, in the town between Falls, Dubbo teams, orange teams, parks teams, West Wild and so. We're sort of in the centre of it. So, uh, most people that travel around and go to all those, uh, those other centres as well as people they travel to Forbes. So you get to know quite a lot of people in other, uh, other towns. Now, Queensland sort of um, kicked us in the guts a little bit when uh, when it came to holiday time through Christmas. Um, I think everyone was pen locked in uh, in 2020 and at the end of 2020 they were like we're going to go to Queensland and they couldn't. Did you guys see a lot of um, New South Wales uh, traffic coming through town and staying and spending money through through that sort of December January break? A lot of Victorians yeah, I yeah, yeah. 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 We've got, look, Running through the middle of Forbes we've got a magnificent lake now Forbes itself is situated on the Lachlan River but uh, we've got yeah. this magnificent lake that runs right through the centre of town the shire that they credit have done it up magnificently in about the last decade. So there's plenty of going So there's also a free uh, camp or parking area for caravans along the lake. So uh, you know, any given night you might get 20 to 30 people staying there overnight. Then they, they head west or head north or south. But a lot of those people have stayed. Some stay for two or three, four days. They spend money, go to the bowling club and have a drink and a meal and so forth. Buy their groceries, buy their petrol. So they're, they're sort of a bonus for us, I suppose, for the retailers. But there's certainly a lot of people travel through because we are, once again, we're on the main highway from Melbourne to Brisbane. So, And a lot of people, if they're going west, they'll come from Forbes, through Forbes, Condoban, out to Bergen, out to those centres. So because we're a central location, it's a, it's a great advantage for us. We're sort of in the middle of it. We're not on the on the fringes like some, some centres are. So uh, yes, there's certainly a lot more people coming through. Have you had any effects from COVID, as in with lockdown restrictions, certain amount of people in cafes, restaurants? No. Yeah. Oh, look, well, obviously we stuck to the rules. That the town stuck to the rules that you know the government um, put in place, but we haven't even had a COVID case in force. So we've been very, very lucky. What rules or restrictions did you have? Because, like, were you included in? Were the because you're technically rural, aren't you? So were you in no, the so city? We didn't get locked down like you guys did. No. Yeah, so... Wow. Um, you yeah, have limitations on numbers in hotels and restaurants and things like that, shops. But we can yeah. still move freely around our, our area out here. So yeah. you had a good Chrissy yeah. New Year's then? Yeah, yeah we're very lucky. Very, 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 very fortunate. 
Michelle and Michael, you mentioned buying a property for four to five hundred grand, and the, the it's 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 puts in your pocket ten or twenty grand a year. It's a great investment. That four or five hundred grand property, how much was that worth ten years ago? Oh, probably probably one fifty to two hundred max. Wow. You know things have gone gone up considerably. Yeah, gone up considerably, and, and they're still yeah. going up. You know, if you look at houses that were sold twelve months ago. There might be a forty or fifty thousand uh, capital growth, and you know, that in that period of time. So percentage-wise, I ignore that, but it's a it's a great capital growth and continuing on along that line. Well, a uh, lot of people have the misconception that if you're buying in the sort of more rural country areas outside of Sydney, you're giving up capital growth. That's what a lot of people Absolutely. make that assumption. Yeah. They feel, yeah, I'll probably get a better yeah. return, but the capital growth is not there. So it's really good to hear that no, is yeah and you got a very trustworthy face uh michael robinson like what it seems like whatever you say i just believe i just believe yes. so it's going to be worth two million next year i'm buying i believe you <laughs> <laughs> well you would like to be investing in pork have a little investment see how it goes over the next two or three years put your yes, car on the water so, you know? but uh the in- yeah no, look, the, interest- the, other, the other thing just to cut you short with our, uh, our residential um, property managements and so forth, but we've got some excellent tenants and, and people, clients that go into property. So um, we've had very little problems, you know, they, yeah. they run along, they're decent people. And a lot of them have got good, good, well-paid jobs in government, semi-government and also private sector. So there's there's plenty of demand for rental properties here. So it's not like you buy a property in you know, three months from and say, you know, Michelle or Michael, why hasn't your property manager leased our property? You know, we do it in a matter of days and we've, we've often got, uh, you know, five to ten people to choose from. Uh, we go through the applications like you people do with due diligence and uh, obviously, you know, pick the right uh, the right tenant for the right property. And uh, so there's, there's plenty of people looking to, to lease and uh, so if people buy one, they're, 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 yeah, not, they're, not, they're, not, they're not going to have time to yeah. put it that way. Huge demand for rental at the moment, I feel. So, rental properties, great tenants, just know where to put them. Yeah. Before we wrap it up, this is a live show. We are talking about going bush. If anyone's got any questions that's watching, feel free to throw feel free to throw them at us. Something that I asked you guys last time when we were on air was interest rates and deposit needed. Uh, has that what sort of interest rate if you're buying in the bush uh, are you paying what sort of deposit do you need if you pop do you need a larger deposit if you're buying in the bush well you don't the interest rates are made for first-time buyers of the, the big four banks they've got fixed rates i think for two to three years under two percent so one it's exactly the same so same, same, exactly, yeah. same same thing but, you know the, yeah. what the deposit depends on whether they've got other assets of course but um, you know, first-time buyers can get down to the under the ten percent, but most people come in with about a fifteen or twenty percent deposit here. Uh, they can sort of get that money and, and go to the bank. And there's been no, we've had nobody um, been knocked back from the big four banks on finance. So, so finance is readily available, which is a good thing. And to say that, you know, they can go and show them so that we can pay this house off at you know two hundred eighty-five dollars a week, which is you know that same one's probably worth two sixty. You know. Uh, uh, to rent, so uh, you know a little bit more for some, and then others you might be you know a four hundred dollar repayment uh, off their mortgage, and it could be a five hundred dollar a week rental. So uh, the banks can see that they're going to they're not going to be under any stress 
to, to meet their repayments and uh, it's happy days for obviously the banks and, and happy days for their clients and for us of course when when the bush when the uh, COVID surge is over is the bush surge going to be over i don't think so i don't think so i i, I can't see an, an end to it in at this point of view i guess you never know what's down the track but um, everything's so so yeah. strong. It's great. Well, I think what will happen is there's been so so much good publicity for country areas in the metropolitan area. People are saying a lot of people are going going to the bush. Uh, but you know the city, as you know, is getting especially the southern southern or southwest is getting chock a block with units. And, and once we get uh, immigrants coming back into the, into Australia, they're going to be really under the pump to uh, to find somewhere for them to live. And a lot of people getting to retiring age. And a lot of the younger ones are sort of now thinking, oh, well, maybe Forbes isn't a bad place. And if they get out and have a, have a look, um, you know, often they'll, they'll say, look, we're going to go back to Sydney, put our place on the market and move up here. So I think it's uh, I think it's sort of opened everybody's eyes to COVID that uh, the country areas aren't sort of somewhere out yeah, in the way distance yeah. and isolated. And they have got good shopping and they have got everything at your fingertips and they have got, you know, specialist doctors and uh, so forth. So and great sporting facilities. So it's really... Uh, it's been an eye open, and, uh, and I suppose you know, the one one degree, it's been an ill wind. I guess it's sort of uh, put us in the forefront, and uh, you know, we're we're embracing them quite quite. Uh, you know, hope that people do come out to the country. And Michael, there's a question there. Yeah, it says, is the lake clean and do people swim in it? So I don't know if there's a lake or river. I just googled it, and something came up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it runs straight through the centre of town. Yeah, look, the, the river, you can swim any time. It, yep. It's a free-flowing free uh, uh, the lake is The lake is magnificent. There's uh, people getting on there with canoes and boats. And, uh, and down the one end of it is actually a ski dam. So, yeah. you know, they get their boats out there and um, skiing around. Yeah, it's a really beautiful spot. We're very, very lucky to have man it. It's mandatory to do that in the nude, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that depends on how... That depends on the body, generally. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> That's scary, actually. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I'm just, I got the face. Oh, there you go. Can you? I can yeah, that. So you're very awesome. But yeah, definitely, you can definitely swim in it. But and like I say, they ski in it up at one end of the, the ski dam. And then the, you've got canoes and, and, you know, get their little paddle boats out and spend a Sunday on the lake. It's lovely. Beautiful. You know, I've got to admit, I. I don't, I don't know much about country towns, but you just know that there's some that you hear and you just feel good about. And uh, Forbes is definitely one of them where haven't been exposed to a lot. But as a kid and as an adult growing up, it just brings a smile to your face when you say, you know, Gundagai, uh, Forbes, uh, Dubbo, uh, you know, they're, they're all beautiful places. Yeah, I had a few rugby tournaments there when we were younger. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I think. Sport, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I think yeah, yeah. Everyone's sport. The children yeah. often play two or three different sports and things. Everything's accessible and so forth. So, you know, it's a it's a really great environment for people that are interested in sport. And, and a lot of people, you know, go along and watch rugby and they watch the rugby league and they watch the soccer as they get older and might have children or grandchildren playing. But uh, yeah, no, it's, it's certainly you know, it's certainly a great spot for it. Beautiful. Well, thank you both for coming on. It's been a pleasure to be back on, and we look forward to doing it again. We okay, will. thanks thank for having us on.
Thanks, Thanks, guys. Thanks, Good Michael. luck. Have a great year. Okay. Speak soon. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. Bye-bye. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Ciao.